Beautiful ladies, his wounds have paid our ransom. Also, I'd like to um, mention that uh, Liz Smith um, and uh, Emma Brown is her, her accompanying singer. Um, she's not listed in the bulletin. I'd like to welcome you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, uh, guests, friends, and uh, regular attendees. In the bulletin, um, we'll follow the order of service, but the scripture reading that uh, for a call to worship, I'm going to read off the bulletin. The uh, theme scripture, it says, Yea, come unto Christ and be perfected in Him, and deny yourselves of all ungodliness. And if ye shall deny yourselves of all ungodliness and love God, with all your might, mind, and strength, then is His grace sufficient for you, that by His grace you may be perfect in Christ. And if by the grace of God you are perfect in Christ, you can in no wise deny the power of God. Let us uh, continue with the order of service. We'll uh, sing hymn number 22, All Creatures of Our God and King. Hymn number 22.
God and eternal Heavenly Father, we come before Thee this beautiful fall day, thanking Thee for the sunshine and the privilege of coming to Thy house of worship. And I would pray, dear Father, that Thy Spirit might be with each and every one of us. But I would especially pray for our brother Tom, who is in charge. But I would pray, just as the song we just sang, that You would be with our Brother Mike, as he brings the message of the hour, that as the song said, it might unfoldeth blessings upon us as we go on our way. So I would hold him up to thee and hold this service that thy spirit might be done to benefit thy kingdom. And I pray it in the name of our resurrected Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I would like to read from Alma 1, 40, 43, 45, section 73 d and section 147, 5a. And they did impart of their substance every man according to that which he had, to the poor and the needy, and the sick and the afflicted. And now because of the steadiness of the church, they begin to be exceeding rich, having abundance of all things whatsoever they stood in need. And thus their prosperous circumstances, they did not send away any who were naked or that were hungry or that were athirst or that were sick or that had not been nourished. Nevertheless, in your temple things you shall be equal, and this not grudgingly. Otherwise, the abundance of the manifestations of the Spirit shall be withheld. For stewardship is the response of my people to the ministry of my Son and is required of like of all those who seek to build the kingdom. Shall we pray? O God, our eternally heavenly Father, We thank you for this opportunity we have to give back what you have given us out of your abundance. We ask that you bless us in our stewardships, that they may increase and that we may uh, respond to the ministry of your Son, that we may build your kingdom. I ask that you bless the monies that are given, that we'll be able to use them responsibly, and that you give those men, use them wisdom. And I ask this in the name of our Savior, who is Jesus the Christ. Amen. scripture reading this morning comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, a well-known passage and perhaps one of my favorites, beginning with verse 1. 
my son. Forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the firstfruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father the son in whom he delighteth. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. May the Lord add his spirit to the reading of his word.
one thing I can say for certain is that I would much rather sit down and keep listening to that ministry of music. Thank you. I am never comfortable to stand in this place. Some sermons I um, take down notes and have in front of me. Some sermons I have an outline. Some I've written out word for word. And for some reason, this week I was led to approach you with no notes. And I want to do so, so the Spirit has the freedom to speak to you from one friend to another. I consider you all my friends. And I am so thankful for our friendship. I was thinking this week, if my math is correct, I've been attending here for, I think, 27 years. It's a long time. We've been through a lot. And I feel like I know who you are. I know that you have soft hearts. I know that you desire to serve and worship. Our Creator. And I want to acknowledge Him. It says, in all things you do, acknowledge Him. So He is my God. He is my Creator. He is my dear friend. He is my defender. He is my Savior. And I believe that you feel the same. And that you have that testimony in your heart. And that's why you're here this morning. Because you have felt His love given to you. And doesn't that make you want to love others? His gospel is that simple. So what can I possibly say that hasn't already been said? My hope is that I don't add a bunch of unnecessary words. but that the Spirit speaks to you and calls you closer to Him. I ask you not to trust me. We are not to put our trust in the arm of flesh. I am a man, a sinful man, quoting King Benjamin, I'm an unprofitable servant. 
I am an unworthy creature. And yet my God loves me. He created me unique from all other people as He did you. He knows you better than anyone. And He desires the absolute best for you. And that is to come unto Him into His rest and His peace and comfort. Even though we are special in His eyes, we are no more special than any of His other unworthy creatures. We all need a Savior who is Jesus Christ. And we hear that hopefully every Sunday. And yet we, as men, try to complicate it, try to pretend that we know more than we really do. Our wisdom is foolishness. It really is. But if we have a soft heart and we seek truth and light, God will reveal Himself to us. And so that is my prayer, that we go home today encouraged and know that we are loved and we are not forgotten. He is a God of many mighty miracles. I believe that we are approaching a mighty miracle. I believe that we are approaching our Red Sea crossing miracle. I believe our God does not change. His word is not void. I believe that we have a lot to look forward to. You know, the Israelites were in bondage to the Egyptians. They were enslaved. God's people enslaved. And God told Moses to go to Pharaoh and to tell Pharaoh simple message. Let my people go. And what was Pharaoh's response? He hardened his heart. Believed himself to be above God. And he increased the burdens on the Israelites. You see, before that meeting, the Egyptians would give straw to the Israelites to make bricks. And Pharaoh said, okay. I'm going to instruct my taskmasters 
to not give straw anymore. And they are in charge of getting their own straw. And they will be required to make as many bricks per day as they were before. An impossible task. Their burdens were increased. Do you remember the saying, well, that's the last straw. Have you reached your last straw moment? You see, that is what was the catalyst for all things moving forward. But who did the work? Of course, the Lord had his servants. But it was the Lord's work, wasn't it? I don't know, I think uh, maybe most of us that live in Jackson County possibly experienced this year an increase in your burden. For an unconstitutional tax placed upon you, the people. This is not righteousness. We have been burdened and not according to God's will. And I believe that we are beginning to see And beginning to decipher that which is good and of God and light and truth and that which is evil, which is darkness, which is oppression, which is lying and deceit. We are being called to come unto God for all our needs. I was led to the book of Thessalonians this week, chapter 2, and this was written around the year of 50 A.D., to give you some context, an epistle written by Paul to the Thessalonians. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled by letter, except ye receive it from us, neither by spirit, nor by word, is that the day of Christ is at hand. You see, all the way back then, they were saying, 
the day of Christ is at hand. And Paul was correcting that message. It's interesting that even all the way back then, from the beginning of time, there are messages of falsehoods, false prophecies, misleading, misguiding. And Paul was saying, be careful who you listen to, where you get your information from. And I would say to you today, if you find yourselves troubled with the things transpiring in our country, to turn off the news. It is created to stir us up. For us to be in a constant state of being unsettled. Of being angry and agitated. For us to be angry with our brothers and our sisters whom we love and who God created. There's a reason they call those news programs programming. It's a narration. It's a story that is controlled. Now, I don't think it's a bad idea to stay informed of what's being said. But look at it in a new light. That we must receive our guidance and our direction from the Lord. And not let these things stir us up to anger. And frustration. And honestly fear. Which is intended to weaken us. Why would we be weak when we worship the God of the universe? Is our faith in God? There is nothing too great for God. We should not fear what man tells us to fear. He says, let no man deceive you by any means. For there shall come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed. The son of perdition. Brothers and sisters, I believe that we have seen or are seeing the falling away that Paul talked about. And we're seeing this man of sin revealed. And if you can't see it now... Eventually, we all will see it together. Our faith must be in the Lord. So this man of sin, the son of perdition, whoso opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, Showing himself that he is God. He is the great deceiver. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. 
And now you know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. Can you see it? Evil has had a grasp on our society for many, many years. And it has been working in the shadows and has been very deceptive. But now it is becoming more apparent what is right and what is wrong, what is good, what is evil. The Lord is allowing us to see this so that we can choose him. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, and he it is who now worketh, and Christ suffereth him to work until the time is fulfilled that he shall be taken out of the way. I believe that we're beginning to see this. He is being taken out of the way. Evil is being dismantled. And it is becoming desperate. And it reveals itself in ways that we could not see before. But the Lord is merciful unto us, those who seek truth and light. And then shall that wicked one be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. That's the power of the God that we worship. He is consumed with the spirit of his mouth. And shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Yea, the Lord, even Jesus, whose coming is not until after there cometh a falling away. By the workings of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Because they receive not the love of of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion. Now if I don't know if we don't see strong delusion today, I don't know when we'll see it. That they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto he called you by our gospel, to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. And I will say that not all traditions are right. We know this to be true. So be not fearful of our traditions being challenged. Truth will withstand any scrutiny. Truth is truth. It will always be true. We need to seek the Lord's guidance and discernment to know. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope 
through grace. Comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. We don't need to be anxious. We don't need to be nervous. The Lord is working. This is His work. You know, when those children of Israel were freed from their bondage and led out of Egypt towards the Red Sea, There they were against the Red Sea and the armies of Pharaoh behind them. They were just released from bondage. And yet they feared. I probably would have feared too, to be quite honest. But the Lord is working. This is His work. Who would have thought that the Red Sea would part? And they walked through on dry ground. And those that were pursuing them, their oppressors, were destroyed. In the waters that saved them, the Israelites. Our God is powerful. He's got this. chapter 5 of 1 Thessalonians, we read about the second coming. Verse 2, For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall, they shall say, they, those that don't believe in truth, They shall say peace and safety. Then sudden destruction cometh upon them. Not upon the righteous. See, their peace that they're selling is without God. Their peace is a peace that they provide. Not God's peace. Where is our trust? Is it in the arm of flesh or is it in God? Then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. I've seen and said this before, that this kingdom that's coming forth as a child, we are feeling those pains those contractions. We are ever nearing the time. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness. Ye, us, we are not in darkness. That the day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that uh, sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love. And for a helmet, the hope of salvation. Do you have that hope? I believe you do. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. 
who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Isn't that a beautiful, hopeful scripture? Whether we wake or sleep, it doesn't matter. If we have a soft heart, we believe in him, we will be with him. We worship a merciful, loving God. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. Verse 16, rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesyings. Prove all things. We are going through a proving period. And it's good. It's not easy. But those things that need to be removed are being removed. And if we can't see it now, we will be seeing it. There is hope for the things to come. Hold fast that which is good. I was afraid that um, not having any notes, this would be my shortest sermon ever. But I'm already short on time. So what do we do going forward? What I like about the gospel is that it's so simple that even this dummy (laughs) can understand it. It's quite simple. We love God. And we love one another. And so my challenge to all of us is to do just that. Don't get carried away with all the things that are being said that bring you anxiety. Have faith that we worship a powerful God. Nothing is too great. James chapter 2, I'm sorry, chapter 1, 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay aside all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. This is where I'm guilty among many other things. It's easy for me to hear the word. It's a lot more challenging for me to do the word. Which again is real simple. Love God, love others. It doesn't mean more assignments at church. It may mean that, but not necessarily. To me, it means following the promptings of the Spirit wherever you are, whoever you come in contact with. This is, this is my desire. This is what I struggle with. I want to be better at doing 
doing the word. It's easy to hear. I mentioned King Benjamin earlier. And in closing, I'd like to read a passage from his proclamation in Mosiah chapter 2, beginning with verse 20. Even so, I would that you should remember and always retain in remembrance the greatness of God. That same God that split that Red Sea is the God that we worship today. That greatness of God and your own nothingness, again, we are special, but we are sinners, and we all need the Savior. And His goodness and long-suffering towards you, unworthy creatures, and humble yourselves even in the depths of humility, calling on the name of the Lord daily, and standing steadfastly in the faith of that which is to come, which was spoken by the mouth of the angel. And behold, I say unto you that if ye do this, you shall always rejoice and be filled with the love of God and always retain a remission of your sins. And ye shall grow in the knowledge of the glory of him that created you, or in the knowledge of that which is just and true. And ye will not have a mind to injure one another, but to live peaceably, and to render to every man according to that which is his due. And ye will not suffer your children that they go hungry or naked, neither will you suffer that they transgress the laws of God, and fight and quarrel one with another, and serve the devil, who is the master of sin, or who is the evil spirit which has been spoken of by our fathers, he being an enemy to all righteousness. But ye will teach them to walk in the ways of truth and soberness, Ye will teach them to love one another and to serve one another.
and gracious, loving Heavenly Father. I pray, Lord, just a benediction upon this service as we go out into the world to help us to be servants for you, Lord, to love one another and to love others. And just, Lord, in general, Lord, help us to be servants for you. I thank you and praise you for the beautiful weather you provided for us and help us to uh, just be witnesses in your kingdom. We thank you and praise you in your name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you.